It's that time of the year to talk about another video game movie. If you recognize that sound, you're old school. If you didn't, we're talking about Sonic. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Sean. I appreciate you clicking on today's episode because we're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Now, I'm going to be honest. When my kid was like, hey, I'm going to go watch Sonic 2, I was like, I really don't want to take you to go watch Sonic 2. Now, here's the thing. I thought Sonic 1 was great. I really enjoyed Sonic 1. But I don't know, something about Sonic 2, I was just very skeptical about going and watching this movie. I will tell you, I am so happy that I went in with very low expectations because I enjoyed the crap out of this movie. When I tell you, I enjoyed the crap out of this movie. It, I mean, I really enjoyed the crap out of this movie. I think I am going to... I love Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat's a great game. I think it's decent movies. I really enjoyed the Street Fighter movie because I watched it when I was a kid. And I was like, ah, like Ryu, oh my gosh. Guile, it's um Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like... I really enjoyed that movie as a kid. Watching it now, I'm like, man, they suck. But I really enjoy them because, uh, you know, it's from when I was a kid. I haven't watched Uncharted yet because, again, I'm very reserved about video game movies. I enjoyed the Mario, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Why? Because I watched it as a kid. I have fond memories because I was a child. I, like I said, I love the Mortal Kombat movies, every single one of them, even though they're terrible. Minus the new one that came out because I had my own issues with that. But aside from all that, I really enjoy it. I will go ahead and say, though, that Sonic 2 is the best video game movie I have ever watched. Let me explain. I know I heard some people say, oh, my gosh, how can you say Sonic 2 is the best video game movie ever? Like, that's so wrong. Well, hear me out before you, you know, crucify me. Um, it respects the source material. It knows its source material, and it tries its best to not reinvent the source material, but adapt. How can you make a video game, which almost anything and everything is possible, how can you make that into the real world? And it, oh man, I'm telling you, the jokes landed very well. The music choices that they had were fantastic. The uh, Jim Carrey, okay, listen, I know, I'm pretty sure I said it during the last podcast when I talked about Sonic 1, but Jim Carrey being Dr. Robotnik, best idea ever. Literally, the best casting was Jim Carrey, which, crazy thing, knowing what I know about the film world, Jim Carrey's not getting paid nearly close because he was slated, I think, after... Idris Elba, 
Um, actually, as a matter of fact, I know he was slated after Idris Elba um, during the credits. It, it, so, hypothetically speaking, Idris Elba got paid more than Jim Carrey just by name placement's sake. Um, I could be wrong. Sometimes they break the rules, but... Um, yeah, it, by the way, Idris Elba was in this movie. But Jim Carrey being Dr. Robotnik, holy crap, they could have not chosen a better character. And, uh, you know, again, Sonic 2 was fantastic. Sonic 1 was good. I almost cannot wait until Sonic 3 comes out because they're doing such a great job. Like, I've played the Sonic games, right? As a child, I played them. I had an emulator when I was a kid. Uh, for like my crappy Windows 95 computer, and I was able to play just those games because any other game would crash my computer. And so I really enjoyed the Sonic games. And just watching like the simplicity of Sonic being afraid of water, because those of you who played the Sonic games knows that Sonic cannot swim. He just sinks, right? And depending on the level that you're in, uh, he <laughs> immediately dies the minute he touches water. So the fact that in this movie they just played it as he is hydrophobic or he's afraid of going swimming um, is just fantastic. Like, I loved it. But not only that, like, there's an underwater scene with Sonic and Knuckles, and they had a, a bubble come out, and he <laughs> used it for oxygen. That, to me, is like they knew what they were doing. They understood what the games were, and how to bring those games to life. Like, they just knew. And I love that. Like, I respect the hell out of that. Um, one thing, and I swear it's like the most minimal critique about this uh, Sonic 2, is that when they were out in Siberia, you could just tell that something was off. Like, the keying was great. Like, the keying for green screen. That's when you remove the green or the blue um, out of the shot and you add something. But it was just off. Like, the animation wasn't that good. It was good, but for me, I could just tell, like, it broke my suspension, suspension of disbelief. And I think that when a movie does that, like, the biggest criminal of this was King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. It constantly suspended... Um, it suspended my suspend of disbelief, right? So it brought me back to reality just by not doing something right. Although this movie kind of broke it a little bit, it was not enough for me to be like, and eh, now I can't get back into it. Unlike King Arthur. King Arthur, I just couldn't get back into. But Son of the Hedgehog 2, man. Like, the story was great, right? So basically, Robotnik is in the mushroom world or the mushroom planet, and he causes... By using one of Sonic's spikes, he causes a um like electrical thing, like an electrical spike that goes across the universe, which causes knuckle knuckles to like transport via ring um to that planet, and then basically sees like Sonic's quill, and you know Doctor Robotnik's like, oh, I'll take you to him. That whole interaction was just pretty dope. The design of Knuckles was pretty good. Again, the design of Tails. Holy crap, Tails, bro. Amazing. Like, it was just funny having Tails on screen, having Sonic on screen. Like, having all three of those together on screen were pretty great. Um, 
the the pretty cool thing was like someone was supposed to get married or someone was getting married and you see the red plane um i think it was sonic 2 maybe 3 when you get into one of the levels um tails is flying a a red plane a red propeller plane so i thought it was pretty cool that they added that detail like you see it and you're like oh know exactly what this is man and it was just i'm 31 and it just touch my chill like my child heart and i was like oh my gosh this is so nostalgic like i remember this i remember that the little things that they did like it, they're so subtle too um there's a scene where sonic goes through a loop-de-loop and when you're watching it you're not thinking that you're just seeing him on a skateboard and doing loop-de-loop like going through a loop-de-loop and you don't put it together and then towards the end of the movie or during the credits they go ahead and put everything like in 8-bit mode uh, or video game mode, I guess you can say. And he, you see the same scene, but now you see that the loop-de-loop is the representation of the loop-de-loops that he does in the video game that he has to go through through the video game. And so I was like, holy crap, man, like the fact that they paid attention to that, right? Like, again, like while, even though the movie was done when I saw this, like it just made me appreciate the movie more. And again, the people that made this understood the assignment. I hate using those words, but they understood exactly what was necessary of them, and they provided. Um, if you blink it, you might miss right, like the red uh, propeller plane. Uh, if you don't, if you never played the games, and you don't know why this is important, right? Uh, another really cool thing is Robotnik is um, has a little figure of Sonic, like a little hologram, and he's like flicking it. And if you blink and you miss, you won't realize that the design he has of the of Sonic the Hedgehog it's Robo Sonic which was super dope. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like it's so small, right?" One, it's a very small detail. Number two, you see it not it's not a focus of the shot. The focus of the shot is the conversation that Robotnik is having with Knuckles, but it's a quick thing that if you blink, you will miss it. And I love being able to catch that little thing cuz I was like, again, pulling on that child memory of mine of playing Sonic when I was a kid. Um, another thing that they went ahead was like Sonic loses his rings. That was pretty dope. I would have loved to hear like the little, at least a subtle note of the song when Sonic loses his rings, because that's pretty, pretty great to hear. Um, we had, we see golden Sonic or like I used to call him super Saiyan Sonic. So that was pretty great as well. And I just can't wait to see where they take the Sonic movies. Like, there's a plethora of games, some good, some bad. Um, but nonetheless, they have a lot of source material. Um, stay, when you go watch this, stay with, you know, stay a little past the credits because you will get a mid credit scene um, explaining some things. So that's going to be pretty dope. Like, I cannot wait till Sonic 3. I can't wait to see other characters like Amy come into the Sonic uh, the Sonic uh, movies, uh, other characters that Robotnik uh, inter- like interacts with. I like. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be fun, guys. So, what would I give this movie? I give it a five out of five. Um, this movie was great. It was fantastic. It was enter- entertaining. It was beautiful. Um, today I had to wear some blue glasses just because like the sunlight was bothering me way too much, and I didn't want to catch a headache going into the theater, so I wore them while I was in the theater and watching it with a blue tint in it, 
made this movie so much more dramatic than it was and a lot less colorful. Uh, so like I brought the saturation unwittingly uh, way down, and it was a gorgeous movie even with that like detail. And I loved it. I really enjoyed it. My kid enjoyed it. Everyone was just laughing, crying. There's moments that you cry during there. And it was just great. I say, when this movie comes out, be one of the first people to go watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Because you will not regret it. Take your kids. Take your girlfriend. Take your boyfriend. Take your mom. Take your dad. Take your grandma. Like, everyone will enjoy this movie. It's such a great film. And I know for a fact that you won't regret it. So that's it. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. Don't forget that pretty soon I will be releasing my review of The Batman. I'm going to go try and watch it two more times. So six more hours of me watching The Batman. Not back to back because I don't want to die. But that will be coming out pretty soon. I do want to watch it a couple more times to just, you know, break it apart, see the small details and tell you how amazing it was because I freaking loved the Batman. Also, uh, coming out soon is my conversation with CJ Saw It. CJ from CJ Saw It. Check him out on Instagram. He does his reviews there. You will not regret he listening to this podcast. We're going to be talking about good old Turning Red, the most controversial movie Pixar has ever released because some people just don't get a good joke. And that's okay, but it doesn't matter. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the Batman. And thank you for being amazing. Go check out Sonic the Hedgehog once it drops. Like I said, take your whole damn family. It's going to be great. So between the next time that I see you and I tell you, you listening through your headphones or through your car, depending where you're at, wherever you're listening, don't forget, keep reading those comic books, keep watching that anime, rock and roll, And above it all, above everything else, stay nerdy, guys.